Okay, so I think we know what a startup is now. Yeah, more or less. This is the QUT Blue Box Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the QUT Blue Box Podcast. I'm Tim McTaggart and today with me is Liliana Campos. Hello. It's really good to be doing this for the very first episode. I know we have been wanting to do this for a really long time. Absolutely. The purpose of the podcast is that we get lots of questions about startups. So we've put the answers to some of those questions in the QUT Blue Book. We're putting some of them in a Foundry series that we're going to have. But we also want to have this podcast to put other answers out there that people aren't getting through those Yes, and we'll be able to talk a little bit more um, about this and people can listen whenever they want so they don't have to necessarily come into the foundry all the time. Yes, that's right, absolutely. I thought that for this episode I would have some QUT Blue Box news. So there's a couple of things happening with QUT Blue Box. Um, You also have an interview with the QUT starters. I do. Uh, We're also going to answer the very basic question, which is what actually is a startup? And we're going to give some tips on what we look for in startups when you sign up to one of our programs. Um, But first of all, we should probably talk a little bit about ourselves and who we are. Tim is our chief entrepreneur in residence. Yes, I am. Tell me a little bit more about (laughs) yourself, Tim. So I guess uh, I've done a lot of things in my career, but one of those things was that I started a startup myself mm-hmm. uh, called WineMinder. So I had a problem that I was trying to solve, and I thought a oh, startup was a great way to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, tragically, that startup failed, but I learned... No, it didn't. <laughs> He's well, lying. Okay. But, but you learn a lot along the way with that, right? And, yeah. and And part of the value I add and what I try and do is to help other startups not make the mistakes that I did. Yes. And so Tim is at the Foundry usually, if you ever want to go in and have a chat to him, um, he can answer even more of those questions that you actually have. Yeah, absolutely. And I am Liliana Campos. I actually work for QUT Blue Box. I do the marketing communications there. So if you have ever been involved in one of our programs, you might see me pop up about different things, just jumping out of bushes to possibly take your photo. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's who I am. And I thought that I might start today with just a couple of different uh, QUT Blue Box news. So the first one is that the QUT Blue Book is out now. This is a free book that you can get. Um, we have full color copies at the Foundry, so please see one of the EIRs for that. That would be either Tim or Yotam, which I'm sure we'll have on the podcast later on. Yes, we will. Um, or you could actually get the online version on our website at www.qtbluebox.com.au forward slash book. And that was just my phone that went off. I'm so sorry. Mm, terrible. Unprofessional. Very. Also, demo day for the QT Accelerator wrapped up. Yeah. So we had 11 teams come through our accelerator this year. Uh, amazing cross-section of teams. Everything from a team that was refining a plum, a local plum that was designed mm-hmm. and grown here in Queensland, through to an athlete management system, an AI platform for gold mining, uh, you kind of name it. Whatever QUT does, it was pretty much represented in that demo day. Yeah, it was really cool. And we were really excited to have the new VC, Professor Margaret Scheel, Absolutely. At, the, at the event. And Quantum Geology. They won the day. So, they, yep. yep. So they walked away with a small cash prize and a fantastic trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and the glory, of course, um, you know, with an independent panel of judges. Excellent. Congratulations to them. And if you want to find out more about the Accelerator, just go onto our website, um, forward slash Accelerate. We also have stories on some of the different uh, teams and just a little wrap up 
under inspiration where Tim talks about what happened. Yeah. Um, Ubercamp. So Ubercamp applications have closed now, but we do have really good news. There is going to be a second Ubercamp that's opening up later in the year. So if you missed out this time around, uh, never fear. New applications will be open. So around August at the stage. Yeah. What else? So Robotics Accelerator. Oh, yeah. So this is a big one. So last year we had Australia's very first robotics dedicated accelerator, and we had quite a lot of interest um on this accelerator this year we're going to be doing it again applications should open in april and watch this space because there might be a couple of changes this year maybe listen to the next episode and we'll talk a little bit more about it yeah that's the that's it for news okay news so yeah. now and now we're gonna talk about so uh oh week you met with a whole lot of different students new students welcome undergrads but one of the questions that they had is that they didn't really quite understand what a startup was. No, and I guess when we deal with them so often, it's really a surprising thing. But I guess if you're not familiar with the space, it, it, it maybe it's not. Yeah. And so it's kind of worth digging into that. Yeah, uh, and absolutely. And look, you know, this sort of thing has been researched and thought about and people discuss it and debate it. So that there are there's a million different kind of ways to look at this. But I think the... There are kind of two things, to my mind, that make a startup different from a small business. Mm -hmm. So a startup, the first thing is that there's this ambition for high growth. Okay. So, you know, when, when Uber started as a startup, they weren't looking to have a, a ride-sharing service in one town. Yes. They were looking to do it not in one country. In fact, they were looking to do it all around the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of ambition for growth that really comes with startups. Um, okay. So one of the difference between a startup and a small business is that a small business might just be thinking locally, whereas a startup is thinking globally. They want to take over the world, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if you take that to one extreme, people kind of think that you, unless you're trying to change an industry or change the world, it's not a startup. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the high growth ambition is the key. Mm -hmm. And you may end up global, you may not, but, but that's a, a big piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Okay. See, I... Um I think you had mentioned uh, before that lots of different people have different definitions of what they think a startup is. Mm. And for me, one of the things that I thought was that it did have to create some kind of ripple within an industry. So you were doing something differently to how others were doing it. It didn't ex necessarily have to be something huge. So like you said, with the example of Uber, that really is a taxi service, a transport service, mm. but they did it in a completely different way and then that obviously created a ripple within that industry. Yeah, and that I said there were two things. One was the ambition for growth. The other one's innovation. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So, um, and the reason that, that startups, you really need to have an innovation is that it's a tough world out there and competition's really strong. And the, and the only way to kind of carve out a space for yourself is to do something new. Mm -hmm. Now you can either do something new like Uber did. So there were, again, as you say, it's kind of essentially a taxi service, but done differently. Mm -hmm. Then of course, there are completely new innovations. You know, you come up with a completely new idea. Like um, Google. Well, yes they, and no. Well, yes yeah, and no. Yeah. Um, okay. Sort of, sort of. I mean, I guess if, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. So someone that creates something that's never existed Facebook. before. Yeah, Facebook, so in the social media space, I yes, guess we so saw... so that had never existed before. Absolutely. So they weren't competing with other social media platforms. So mm -hmm. their innovation was completely new to the world. And that difference, that innovation, is what enables a startup to compete and, and have that high growth. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're just another company doing something that everyone else is doing in the same way they're doing it. Yeah. So you'd be a small business. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably, yeah. I mean, look, 
there are plenty of businesses that start out competing in existing industries and they do really well and they grow well and they become big competitors but it's a different pathway and a different um, way of thinking about things mm -hmm. and, and a little less innovative than you know, a startup tends to be. Okay, so the startup essentially really needs to have that uh, idea for growth yep. and some kind of innovation. Absolutely. And that's what makes them exciting and interesting, right? Because yeah. they're doing something completely new. They're looking to grow really quickly, you know, build big teams, um, potentially get investment, but certainly uh, take over the world. <laughs> Excellent. World domination is always the Absolutely. end goal. Well, that's what we like. And so we have a whole lot of programs that people can apply to as um, with startup ideas or as founders. Being from QUT Blue Box, obviously, I would think that we're looking for people that have that innovative edge. It's something slightly different. Absolutely, ideally. I mean, there are, there are a number of things that we look for when mm -hmm. people come to our programs. And it depends on the program, to mm -hmm. some extent. But we're looking for people who've got original ideas, obviously, and that's yes. the innovation part of it. We're often looking for, or usually looking for, good teams. So if a whole bunch of engineers come into our program, you know, they're probably going to lack the business skills they need to build a high-growth company. Mm -hmm. And also, the flip side is if a whole stack of business people but don't have an original idea. So good team, good idea. Ideally, a big market that they're trying to attack. Yep. And, um, you know, a willingness to be coached. I think coachability. You know, listen, if you don't listen to us, and, and we might not have things you want to hear, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's often the case. But, but you know, without sort of listening and, and growing and being able to adapt and change and take, the, take advice, I guess, fundamentally, yep. you know, we can't help you. Yes. Almost by definition. Okay, so we're looking for not just innovation, but we're also looking for good teams and we're also looking for um, people who are happy to be coached and who obviously want to advance Absolutely. with some help. Absolutely. Take that as a tip for anybody who wants to apply for our programs. Um, I do actually often get asked, what is it that we're looking for? Um, and often we get so many applications, we can't really go through them and say, this mm. is where this was missing or not. So I think that's a really good hint to yes. give to people. Yeah, absolutely. So just for a change of space, I thought that I would Ask throw... Ask me to dance? Yeah. No. Let's do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> I am interested in innovation, and I sometimes look online for different products and things that I have seen, and I found this one, which is actually out now, and I wanted to get your opinion on what you think of it, because from my marketing perspective i think that it can go either way okay so i'm not going to give the name of it because uh, i don't want people to think that we're being paid to promote anything um, but i did see it on kickstarter the kickstarter has finished now and it is the world's first automatic toothbrush <laughs> i go, can see go. your face is like <laughs> go, what go on so it basically looks like a mouth guard with this ball thing stuck on the end and you stick it in your mouth for about a minute and it brushes your teeth Without you having to do anything, you only have to spit out once. Okay. It has a self-loading self -loading toothpaste, so uh -huh. you don't even have to put toothpaste in. And then you clean it, and then you charge it. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, how do I say this? Can I tell you what I think about it first? Yeah, fire away. Okay, so I thought this was a really good innovation and product because I think it shows what is the best thing about innovation today and also the worst thing about society today. We're, we're so lazy, we can't brush our teeth with our hands anymore. 
But the good thing is, or where I was thinking that this would be a really good product, is often it's really hard to get kids to brush their teeth. Yes, it is. And to, yes, and to get kids to brush their teeth properly. So if you had one of these for kids, then your problem is solved and there's your market right there. <laughs> well, I think, you know, in, in thinking about it, the, the question is always what problem is it solving, right? And this is kind of that hashtag first world problem yes. situation. And if, if people genuinely aren't brushing their teeth well enough mm-hmm. and this solves that problem, then yeah, I get it. And again, as you say, from the perspective of the other problem being solved, the potentially kids don't you know, brush their teeth and don't want to, then perhaps also yes. So, <laughs> so I, I, I'm on the fence. Uh, I'll have a little Kickstarter and yes. see if I can get one for my kids, although that might be a bit crazy. Um, I don't know what they'd do with that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting. But certainly, it, look, it, it's innovative. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a big market. Everyone brushes their teeth. Yes. And so... You oh, know, so they should. Yes, twice a day. And if and so there's a good potential there for that to be a good startup, right? Because it ticks that box of it's innovative. It has a huge market. It has a huge market and it, therefore could be very high growth. It, and, and the high growth part of that, the challenge with most businesses actually, is to reach your audience you know, yeah. and make them aware and get them to buy. But it sounds very interesting. I actually think it can go either way. So I'm going to keep a lookout for it and see whether it takes off. Yep. But um, yeah, I thought it was a really interesting product. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, you actually had a chat with the starters this I, week. I did. So Josie and Jackson. So Starters is an on-campus uh, club run by students, for students, mm-hmm. to help people who are interested in startups to kind of start on the journey. Cool. All right, so let's have a listen. So I'm talking to QUT Stars this morning. I'm here with Josie. Hi. And Jackson. Hello. So tell me, what is QUT Stars? Um, so we are sort of the entrepreneurship slash small business society for QUT. Yeah. Um, so we run like a bunch of events throughout the year. And our main goal is we want to help students sort of launch their own companies. Um, so the two sort of main events we run throughout the year, are like basically like our events are more focused on um, actually giving people tangible outcomes yeah. than, you know, running like networking and stuff like that. We want to, we want people to take people to like a workshop shop style event more so than like just meeting people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the two main events we run throughout the year are um, Startup Hatch and Disrupting Law, which we run in collaboration with another group called Legal Forecast. Um, so Hatch, where we're actually in at the moment, and it's a, it's a six week incubator program for student ideas. Okay. And who can join Starters? Well, anyone can join QUT Starters. Um, do you have to be a QUT student? Uh, I think we changed that. So Startup Hatch now, you don't have to be a QUT student to join it. Five bucks off membership for your QUT student. Five. You get five dollars yeah, you get five bucks <laughs> off your membership if you're a QUT student. That's right. I should definitely know that. Yeah. But other than that, we, want to, we really want to, like, the, the main goal of our club is we want to bring people, not just, we want to bring people in from Brisbane, the Brisbane's ecosystem is QT, yeah. not just focus on QT students. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's about showing people that there's more to the ecosystem than just what they're in at university. Yeah. But that this is a really good place to actually foster your entrepreneurial spirit, I think. Fantastic. How many people have you got in starters this time around in the program? In Startup Hatch, yeah, it's Hatch. actually a pretty big cohort this time. I think we've got, I think at the moment, so it, it sort of drops off as we go through, as people we've realize entrepreneurship like, isn't for them. Yeah, we've got about 20 people showing up to every workshop though, which is massive. Mm. Um, Probably around like 14 teams, I think. Something yeah, like about 14, 15 actual teams. Yeah. 
which is going to be a lot for showcase. Mm. So. <laughs> so we've got we've got a lot of sort of um, sole founders at the moment, which is uh, you know it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but in saying that, we had a lot of sole founders for the showcase last semester, and our teams have done incredibly well. Yeah. And a lot of the teams have sort of found. Um, co-founders after Hatch as well because yeah. Hatch is like a pre-incubator yeah. um, and then you get your idea of how to actually start a business and you go out and then it's easier to find co-founders because you know what you want you know what, what your idea is the direction you're going like Lockie is a perfect example of that Lockie Spedding from Orb Maps he ran through the whole of Hatch as a sort of sole trader and now he's four people yeah, yeah, about four like people and, um, you know, getting IT contractors and going, doing things in Sydney. So, yeah, Hatch is just a really good way to sort of ideate as yeah. well. Mm. It's a really important part, right? I mean, I was talking to someone uh, last night about, you know, Blue Box can provide a whole lot of structure, but only once you're a little more advanced. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so starters, starters is a great place to... It's just that incubator, mm. right? so it's really valuable. I think I think we really want to sort of introduce students, be that sort of first introduction to the to Brisbane's entrepreneurial entrepreneurial ecosystem yeah. for the students, and we sort of want these these people coming out of Hatch to be ready to take that next step into an accelerator yeah. or something like yeah. that. And we see it that way too, right? It's a good handshake. We we see you as being the sort of starting place, and, and we can hopefully help after that. Yeah. What's the coolest idea this year? I haven't seen them yet. I can't. I, I can't. We can't. I don't think we can say we can't. We can't give a coolest. We got we some. Can't, of the, of the <laughs> people, no, that's of probably the people, true. What's, of per, the people in Hatch. Yeah. But one idea that Jackson and I loved, and it's actually not going through the program at the moment. Yeah. Um, which was pitched at the launch yeah. was magnet pants. <laughs> magnet pants. <laughs> this is one of the best pitches I have ever seen. I think it was yeah. a. Great Great pitch. Like it was so funny when we found out he wasn't going to be going through Hatch. We were like, "Damn it, that's one lost!" Like, oh no. And what are magnet pants? Help me out here. So, so basically, I, I honestly have this problem. So think about when you're when you're sort of, <laughs> <Go> <laughs> like ahead. when you're sitting down and you you've got your keys in your pocket yep. or your wallet or something like that, and it, you know when it just slips out when you've got when your pockets aren't deep enough, right. and it just slips yeah. out. So the idea of magnet pants is you fit your pockets with magnets to hold those items in. Um, so that you don't get that sort of slippage. Yeah, right. You know, there's a few problems. Like maybe slippage. if you put your phone in well, and it gets through a magnet. Yes. Mm. We can ignore it. I think, sure. I think it's a great. I think well, it's we can't digital anyway, right? Yeah. Watch. Yeah. 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 Well, see, I don't have the the problem of needing magnets in my pants, but I just love the pitch <laughs> so much. It was just so funny. Yeah. Um, but this year... We've got quite a few people working on like mental health, mm. um, right? Cool. Sort of startups. Yeah. Um, a lot and a lot of people too. They're coming through the program. This is what always happens. Mm. They're constantly pivoting because yeah. they've never done this before. Like, um, yeah. I haven't even googled the idea. Then find out that seventeen people have done it already. Yeah. Like, mm. so, that's part of the process of learning too. You know. Yeah. Well, Edward who came through Hatch last semester, he pivoted literally like four days. I've yeah. got a whole new idea. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up winning one of our prizes. Yeah. I mean, it's not impossible, but it, one thing that we've 
this that was we're trying to do with Hatch is to teach people how to be founders rather than just yeah mm. um, run through the process. And yeah, and the Peter Laurie mm. focused on that a lot the other night for our North Star Metrics workshop. Mm. He's focused a lot about how the business is a small part of what you're doing and that the big part is learning how to um, make contacts and to build a reputation and to network and hustle network and validate things and just even learning about all of this like before QT started I had no idea what a business model canvas was or like what validation meant so now I know that if I went to start a new business I would have all that knowledge behind me and I think that's what is the beauty of QT starters we can always face it I mean some people will get a nail like someone will come out of university like maybe lock in create this awesome company but mm. the chances are that after five years he'll exit it and he'll do it again and there'll be people that will kind of fail and they'll do it again too right and that's giving mm. the skills and I think you know, Q, the good thing about what QUT's trying to do at the moment I think and what we've always been helping with is just and we talk about creating founders right We uh, it's our founders program it's not our startup program it's yeah. not our business program it's our founders program mm. and that's because like you, we see that not everyone's going to get it right first time. And if you give people the skills, they can go on to do it again and again and again. And eventually, they'll create the Facebook, right, or whatever it happens yeah. to be. You know, mm. the next after that comes and goes. So, and the, the true value is the team, right? Like I'm sure when you're looking like at, at business school accelerator, it's the team that you're focusing on, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, I think team and coachability. You know, we see some great ideas with some good people, and you. They just simply won't listen to what we're going to, we have to say and mm. to help them. And it's not that we've got all the answers right. It's just that in our programs, we can't help if you don't listen. Mm. And so, you know, so, yeah, absolutely, team and, and coachability. And then we look at the idea as well, but that's kind of secondary because obviously people get into a business, a startup, and they'll pivot and they'll evolve. I was talking to a guy yesterday who developed a, an app for Basketball Australia and he was talking to me about his revenue model and I was just saying, well, that's great, but in 12 months' time, your app won't look anything like it looks today because once yeah. you get it into the customer's hands, like that, that's like Tander, right? Mm. So every, their, their model was sell their existing product to somebody. They'd go, it's great, but if I only did this, it'd be mm. fantastic. And they'd go, well, you pay us to develop that and sure, we'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. So they got paid to develop it, great, and then they're going to sell it to somebody else. Mm. And, then, and eventually Tander, you know, their whole, whole product become bigger and better and stronger because... You know, they added to it as they go. And, and it's, again, the validation skills that you get yeah. through things like, you know, starters that allow you to say, yeah, that's good or no, that's bad. Yeah. So. Plus, a lot of people through QT starters, are like, so if you are into sort of entrepreneurial stuff and, I don't know, technology and whatnot, it's yeah. a really good place to make friends as well. Yeah. I think, like... I think the same way. <laughs> Jackson and I are really friends. good mates now, friends. so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fully yeah, agree. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, you know, does it cost anything to join our starters? Five bucks off, but if you're not a Q-tier? Yeah, If yeah. you're not a Q-tier, it's $10. Look, if you hit us up, we might give you a mad discount. But yeah, it's like no, 10 right. bucks, something okay. like that. They're pretty flexible, <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Come talk us in for an episode and we'll see if we know any discount codes. But so. you, can, you can go onto our website and down the bottom of the homepage is our inquiries and our emails. So just... Hit us up if you have any questions or if you want to join, if you want to learn more about Hatch. I've cool. also been playing a lot with the Facebook Messenger. I love messaging people through the QT Starters Facebook page. Nice. So please like hit us up on that as well. Yes, yeah, so. I can send emojis then too. If you get any meme replies, <laughs> it's probably Jackson. Possibly. FYI. Only if, if they're good memes, it's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Really? <laughs> so what's the URL for the Starters website? www.qtstarters.com. Cool. That's it. Nice I'm going to double check that. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, it's been great having a chat to you. Yeah. Jackson Jaxi. And when's uh, Starters Final coming up? Um, 29th of April. So. No, 29th of March. Oh, sorry, March. Okay. Yep. We're just about to launch the Facebook event, so. Where's right. it going to be? Uh, OJW room, which is level 10 S block QT Gardens Point. Oh, fantastic. Oh, good talking to you. Thanks, Thanks for having us, Tim. Tim. No worries. And good luck with Hatch. Thank you. Cheers. See you later. So it was great to talk to Josie and Jackson. QT Stars is a fantastic organisation. They do great stuff. And I think if you're even vaguely interested in getting involved in startups, then it's a great place to start. So you should reach out to those guys. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that you don't actually have to be a QUT student to uh, go to Hatch. No, I so, think it's great. Yeah, so that's actually a really good opportunity. Um, go onto their website. We'll put that in the show notes yep. as well. Um, and I think that's it for us okay. today. Okay. So if you have any questions or suggestions, send it to startup at qutbluebox.com.au. Yep. So it's great to have our first podcast. Uh, good to have you here, Liliana. Thank you. So join us next time. We're going to talk about the robotics accelerator. Yes. And we're going to learn all about growth hacking and how it can help your startup you know, take over the world. Excellent. Oh, and we might also discuss how do you know if you have a good idea? Ah, yes. Big question. Like this automatic toothbrush. Absolutely. Looking forward <laughs> to talking about that. See you next time.